Hey guys, and welcome back to the channel. ATP Tour Finals 2022 groups have been confirmed. We're going to get into it. I'm going to go over the two groups that have been confirmed, the players in it, and then also give you guys my thoughts on what I think might transpire. Hopefully, I'll be doing a draw preview and prediction video where I'll go through and pick each player. Uh, last time, the, the the app that I use for predictions didn't want to uh, release one for the WTA Finals. Hopefully, they've managed to, well, sort out their mistake and they'll do it for this. If not, then I'll just have to put together my own one and then we'll we'll go through it. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to hit that like button and do subscribe if you are new. And let's get into it. So red group, Sitsipas, Medvedev, Rublev, and Djokovic. Initial thoughts, group of death. <laughs> okay. Um, green group, Nadal, Felix, Rude, and Fritz. As a Nadal fan, I have to be honest with you, and <clears throat> I'm a tennis fan first and foremost, but let me put on a Nadal hat. I, would, I think Nadal fans will be really happy with that draw, surely, right? Uh, I mean, the red group is carnage. It is absolutely the group of death. I mean, you could you could argue, okay, fine, Rublev, not a gimme, but he's not someone that you might, you won't expect him maybe to top the group or come second. But Djokovic, Tsitsipas, and Medvedev. Djokovic, the best indoor player of all time, in my opinion, and just made the final of Paris. Medvedev, now, okay, fine, lost early in Paris. Okay, cool. But then, you know, he won, you know, he's won the ATP Tour Finals before. He's been to the final of the ATP Tour Finals last year and lost to Zverev. He got to the final of Paris last year and lost to Djokovic. He's arguably um, the second best indoor player <clears throat> in the world right now. You might say, although someone like Felix might have, you know, might might say, you know what, I think that's quite true because I'm in some great form. But let's say Medvedev is there, right? He almost beat Djokovic and Nusultan, got injured, fine. I mean, that is a tough, tough... I mean, those are, personally, those are the two toughest players to face out of all eight players on this surface, indoor hard. Then you got Sitsipas. Now, Stefanos Sitsipas has been playing some really good tennis lately, especially indoors. Uh, he pushed Djokovic in the semifinals of Paris, took him to a final set tiebreaker. Didn't play a particularly good final set tiebreaker, but you know what? It could have gone either way. It could have. And Sitsipas has been playing that well. Uh, serve and forehand uh, combination, we know how good it is, but it's been phenomenal in the indoor hard courts. Um, and he's managed to try and utilize the backhand slice in a better way. And he's he's got better results from it. Um, it's still some work to be made on it, but it's helping, that's for sure. Medvedev is, you know, evolving his game. I've liked the way that he's tried to come and serve and volley at times. It's not doing it a huge deal, but, you know, before he would barely ever do it, uh, he'd actually, you know, hit a shorter ball uh, into court and then retreat. Now he will 
occasionally come forward and try and volley and finish with the point there. Andre Rublev. Now, I haven't really talked about him in the red group. It's a difficult one because, you know, he is a little bit one-dimensional in how he plays. He is trying to add things to his game, and I get that. <clears throat> he lost to Holger Rune, who obviously went on to win eventually in, the, in Paris. So 6-4-7-5 in the end. Vienna, he lost to Dimitrov. Round of 16, made the final of Hion. Um, um, sorry, won Hion even, uh, beating Korda team Tommy Povashka. So that's good wins there. Lost in the semi finals on North Sultan to sit surpass in three sets. Fine, okay. So some good results there. Some good results, but we have to remember this is the best eight players playing against each other currently his group is horrific um he's got a losing head-to-head i think against every single one of those players if i'm not mistaken against Djokovic, he definitely does medvedevi definitely does i'm pretty sure he's got one against his pass as well so this is going to be very very tough like extremely tough for andre rublev uh, and, and i look i'm hoping that he will be fine and like he'll be able to at least be competitive but I genuinely think it's between Sitsipas, Medvedev, and Djokovic. I do. The green group. Now, Nadal will be looking at this and thinking, <clears throat> my group could have only got easier if he had a Rublev, Rude, and Fritz. Honestly. Genuinely. Three of the players that he would have really not liked to have seen in his group, Sitsipas, Medvedev, and Djokovic aren't there. Felix, though, is the big danger in this group. Um, and he's the most informed player of the group as well. And apart from maybe Djokovic, he is the most informed player. He won three back-to-back indoor titles um, recently until losing to Holger Rune in the semi-finals of Paris. But I have to say there was probably a bit of fatigue coming into play there as well. In saying that Holger Rune has been playing some really good tennis, of course, beat Djokovic. So that's not to say that's the reason why he, he won Holger Rune. But um, I think we've got to factor that in. He's a phenomenal indoor player. Um, he loves the hard courts. He loves the pace um, that the courts give him. Uh, his serving has been pinpoint. And I just think he enjoys the still conditions. He can trust the bounce. He can trust the conditions. He entrusts his game. And he has such a well-rounded game. Uh, and he's able to transition from defense to attack uh, pretty seamlessly. He's adding to his game all the time, coming to the net, finishing off points. And we've seen his improvements, not just on hard court, but we saw at Roland Garros this year against Nadal as well. Uh, pushed him all the way in the in a round of last, uh, sorry, in the last 16 match in Paris at Roland Garros. Uh, you know, really, some will say he should have won that. He's made huge improvements this year, and I think he is the favourite to top the group, um, honestly, in the green group. Casparud uh, indoors is a interesting proposition, and I guess he showed at the U.S. Open that he can play on hard courts and play effectively. He's made the final in Miami and the U.S. Open this year. The only difference here is that the indoor hard courts do play slightly differently. Of course, they're going to be slightly lower bounce, quicker as well than the ordinary hard court. He lost to Massetti in Paris in the round of 16, and in the Swiss indoors lost in the first round to Vavrinka. Uh, also in the first round to Manar in Japan. Um, and in Korea, he lost in three to Nishioka. So 
<clears throat> I'm going to be honest. I don't have massive high hopes for him because I know the Labour Cup, he looks okay against Sock, for example. Um, but Sock, again, is not a top eight player. But those are very slow indoor hard courts. This is not going to be slow from my from my knowledge. It's going to be a quicker, low-bouncing, uh, skiddy hard court. So I think it's going to be tough. Uh, for him, he's going to have to really rely on his forehand, make a lot of forehands and hope that he can really hurt people uh, with the one plus play with the serve and make sure that he is hitting his spots on the serve, really. Uh, returning wise, he'll try and make as many balls as possible, get himself into the rallies. But it's going to be tough because he just doesn't really have the weapons that, say, a Felix has or a Nadal has or, I mean, Djokovic now has all these different types of tools he's able to utilize as well. Tispas and, and then Medvedev, of course, is just a, a ball machine, and he also has the huge serve as well. Uh, so I think it's going to be tough for him. But in saying that, he's shown this year that he is a top top player. He will try and apply himself, and I, who knows? Maybe he'll be a top step someone. Maybe he beats Nadal. Who knows? Uh, Taylor Fritz. Now he should enjoy these conditions with his serve. He can serve up to 140 miles an hour. If he hits his spots, this will be... I mean, he could end up looking like a serve bot in these conditions. He lost to Gilles Simon in a very tight three-setter in Paris. Vienna lost to Shapovalov, Japan. To uh, He won. He beat TFO in the final. So, that was after being Shapovalov. Got a walkover against Kyrgios, who would have been great in this tournament. But anyway, I think... It's going to be interesting to see how he fares. I think against someone like Felix, I think Felix is too strong, but he's a solid, solid player, Taylor Fritz. Uh, these quicker hard courts, um, his backhand is normally very, very solid, um, but with the lower bounce, I'm wondering whether he's going to have to slice more. He's a big, big guy uh, in terms of height-wise. Um, he's not going to want to have to always continually kneel down, hit the backhand, and also it just means generating less pace like that as well. You're not going to be able to hit big, booming backhands like you would have liked in those positions. Um, his forehand has become a lot better. He finds good angles cross-court. We'll see how he, he gets on. And then we've got Nadal. Now, <laughs> we saw Nadal in Paris three struggle in the first round against Tommy Paul and ended up losing. Uh, he's never won an indoor hardcourt tournament and that means, of course, he's never won the ATP Tour Finals. If he were to win the tournament, he becomes world number one. Uh, similarly, actually, if Sitspas wins, I think it's all five of his... If, well, wins five matches and doesn't lose. I think if he wins all of his matches as well, he will become one number one as well. If Nadal's runner-up, I think he becomes world number one as well. So, look, I think all of those scenarios are probably highly unlikely. Um, but for Nadal, it's going to be tough. I'm just going to be honest, it's going to be tough. I think he's going to have to just try and play more aggressively than he normally would. Um, he he can play aggressively at times. We've seen him serve volley and come in. and I just think he's going to have to flatten out the forehand and the backhand um, a bit more. And he did it in Australia, to be fair, um, in large periods. In at the Australian Open, he did it. And... That's why you ended up going on to win it. 
it's it's been quite hard to suddenly just transition from all these different services, and he hasn't played in a while as well. So fine, I get that. But I'm assuming on the practice course he's had a bit of time as well. He should just be saying, you know what, I'm just gonna flatten out. I'm just gonna have to, and I might hit some errors. I might I make I might make more unforced errors than usual. As long as I'm hitting more winners though, and I'm pushing my opponent back. That's what I need to do. And, and the biggest thing for Nadal, the biggest thing for Nadal is going to be the serve. If he serves well, he has a good chance in all the matches. If he serves badly, it's going to be a massive struggle in, on this surface because your serve shouldn't be a liability on a fast indoor hard court. You should be hitting aces. You should be hitting a high um, number of first serve percentage points one as well. Um, and then... His return was interesting as Tommy Pauly was stepping up more. Um, he obviously went, ended up losing the match in the end, but uh, he lost, to be fair, the second set was a tiebreaker. If he'd won that, he would have won the match. So, And up until that point, he was returning almost to the baseline, and it was working, right, up until that point. The big question is going to be, does he try and adopt that against a Felix or Ruda Fritz? Now, against a Felix, I don't think he can afford to. I think Felix serves too big. I think he'll have to go back. Same with Fritz. Against Rude, though... Maybe he does. Um, maybe it's a, it's not a one tactic fits all um, type of approach. It's, you know, what, I'm going to use this tactic for certain types of players that I know aren't huge, huge servers um, so that I can then step in and try and get on the front foot. So I don't have an issue with him taking it early. I think on the forehand, obviously, it's difficult because he has the wind up. Even on the return, it's, it's quite difficult. I think um, he needs to give himself a lot of time on it and ends up being quite late on the returns at times. Um, but well, yeah, I think he should be fine. He should be fine um, on that. So we'll see how he gets on. Um, yeah. So in terms of my early predictions, I think early predictions, I would go with... Uh, I'll come back to the red group in a second. I think early predictions, I'm going to go... I'm going to Felix to top the group. Felix atop the group with Nadal second, but I can almost feel Fritz sneaking in. I think the Fritz-Nadal match might uh, might kind of decide who's going to be second, uh, genuinely. While back Nadal, I think maybe there's a bit of scar tissue between Nadal and Fritz for Fritz, given they lost to him in the Wimbledon semi-final, and Nadal uh, obviously had that injured shoulder or uh, abdominal, sorry, even. So he wasn't even serving particularly quickly for it to still end up losing somehow. So maybe he has that advantage to Nadal. Uh, although Fritz had beaten um, Indian Wells, but that was a longer time ago. Sitsipas, Medvedev, Djokovic, Rublev. Now, I don't think, again, I'm not saying this because I don't think he can do it, but in my opinion, I, if I was to pick someone, it wouldn't be Rublev. So... I'm going to go. The biggest thing here is can Medvedev and Sitsipas beat Djokovic and vice versa? I'll go Djokovic to top the group with Sitsipas second. These are my early predictions, by the way. So that would mean a Djokovic Nadal fine. Uh, sorry, Djokovic Nadal semi, Sitsipas Felix semi. And I'd go Djokovic to beat Nadal in the semi. Felix to beat Sitsipas. Then we've got a Djokovic-Felix final. 
Djokovic hasn't won it since 2015, I think, by the way. Seven years ago. None of these... Well, since Pats Medvedev won it recently. Final Djokovic Felix. And I'll go Felix. I'll go for another random winner in quotations because it never seems to be Djokovic um, or Nadal or say Federer or someone really obvious in recent years. It's kind of been uh, one of uh, Zverev or Sitspas or Medvedev or someone who's not a slam winner. So I'll go Felix to win. Uh, but let me know your thoughts anyway. These are my initial predictions. We'll do a proper little sit down where I go through uh, tactically each match as well. Um, and I'll do previews for each each match, hopefully, um, as well, um, as I'm feeling a bit better. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Stay safe and well, and we'll see you in the next video.